Welcome to the show of Lechadoti. We're here to speak right before Hanukkah, and we want to speak about an issue that's very, very much concerning the holiday of Hanukkah, and that is the issue of safety. Safety on the candles of Hanukkah. And we need to know that that's not a light issue. It's a very severe and very heavy issue. And the topic is a very serious topic, and people should take that very, very seriously. And one might think to say that he doesn't need to be too concerned about the safety of the candles, because the candles are a mitzvah. A person that fulfills a mitzvah is protected. He doesn't know anything bad, the Pasuk in Mishle says. So therefore, maybe he doesn't need to worry about this at all. And that is the topic we want to speak about today. Since there's this notion, and therefore, people live there in Erot Hanukkah, and they don't actually observe them, and they stay by them to make sure that everything is safe. Is safe. And they leave the house, or they leave the room, and on the same time, you have many times that kids that play around the candles and things that could happen, not only with kids, but also when you leave the candles unattended and you need to go. Sometimes you have a family event and you light the candles, you want to go to that family event, family Hanukkah dinner, Hanukkah party, or people that light the candles and they put a lot of oil and after a while they, they leave the room. And therefore, they feel that it's pretty safe. As we'll see now, that one would not be allowed to do that halachically, although there are opinions in the halakha that one should leave them more than half hour, because today you have people that are walking in the street, and therefore the mitzvah of candles of Hanukkah could be extended to a longer time. Could be over here in our streets that, are, that have people walking by, to, uh, to go even longer than that, that half hour, the minimum time required. So therefore, people want to be machmir, and if a person wants to be machmir, that is fine. But that is long as a person stays by the candles and makes sure that it's safe. Can't leave the house, and you can definitely can't leave kids around the candles, because things could happen, and people have neighbors, they have to be concerned for them as well, even though his house is completely empty. And definitely, if you have kids around the house, that is more likely to have a danger. As we'll see, that the halacha says that one should light the candles of Hanukkah, mikaradin, outside his house by the door. But Chazal tell us that if it's time of sakana, time of danger, bishat sakana madlikol shulchanovedayo, and this is how the shulchan aruch is posek halacha lemase, which means. At the time of danger, one should light the candles of Hanukkah on his table, and that's sufficient, that's enough, Vedayo, you don't have to worry more than that. You see that Chazal look at the mitzvah, the mitzvah of Hanukkah, and they didn't say, you don't have to worry lighting it outside, and if it's dangerous, don't even worry about the dangers, because Mishomer mitzvah lo davara. No, Chazal looked at it and said, in the time of Sakana, what Sakana are we talking about? Well, the Rishonim learn, as Rashi brings down, there used to be Sakana of the Goim. All kind of persecutions, all kind of different Sakanot that one would have if he would leave the candles outside. There would be a Uma called Chavirim, that at the time that they would light in their holiday, they wouldn't allow anybody else to light candles as well. 
And therefore, that would be a time of sakana. Chachamim say that whenever there's any kind of sakana, bishat sakana madliko al shulchano ve'dayo. So therefore, we have an open chazal that you have a mitzvah, and the mitzvah should be mikar adin outside. It's so much so, that's the pirsum anisa, that's the mitzvah. Rav Yashif says that at the time that it's not dangerous, one must light outside. Could be it's not even yotzeh when he lights it inside, because... That is the form of the mitzvah. That's the shape of the mitzvah. This is how the mitzvah is performed. The whole idea of the mitzvah is to have pilsumanisa. So over here, if you're lighting inside, that's one of the main uh, reasons we light Nerot Hanukkah is to publicize the mitzvah to others. And over here, you're lighting it in your house when there's nobody there. Maybe your family, maybe you're all alone in your house and that's good enough. The answer is that you see that at the time of danger, it takes, uh, uh, it, it's more important than that of Pirsumanisa. That's how Chazal look at it. And some of the Mefarshim Kadmonim learn that it's not only actual danger, but also sometimes that danger is also extended to other things that would be equivalent to danger. The Rishonim bring like that. For instance, Rav Prachia says, If there's a wind that could blow the candles outside, that's equivalent to Makom Sakana, which means you don't have to have a real fear of danger, just as long as it's Ruach Metzuyah, that would be also equal to that. So we learn from here that idea of Sakana that is extended and more to more than just real danger that one must be Persecuted. Ritva brings like this: Makom sakana ugam shenasa ruach metzuya shiyef shar laadlikami b'chutz. If you have a ruach metzuya, that's the same thing. When Yerucham brings like that, and therefore that would let you go and take the candles inside. And once you have them inside, could be that even in the time that it's not sakana anymore, you'll have to leave the candles on the table. This is how some of the Mefarshim Kadmonim say the Itur brings like that the Shipulei Aleket. Itur says the Lashon is Masha Nagu Mipne Achar Shenagu Mipne Sakana Nagu to light it inside, and you don't have to light it. The mitzvah is not anymore to light it outside. And this is how Shipulei Aleket says that Achshav Shenagu Ladlikom Bifnim. You light it Bifnim. You light it inside, and the mitzvah should stay there altogether. And therefore, we learn from here how important it is that when we're dealing with Nerot Hanukkah versing um, the danger, always danger is more important that one should make sure that he should not do anything that might lead someone to get hurt. And this is how Chazal tells us in Masechet Shabbat that Ner Beito Vener Hanukkah Ner Beito Kodem Mishlum Shlom Beito which means if a person can't afford to buy candles for Hanukkah and candles also for Shabbat, and it's Shabbat Hanukkah, and he can buy only one candle, which one should he buy? Ner Shabbat or Ner Hanukkah? He has one candle. Which one should he light? So Chazal tell us, Ner Beito Kodem, light the candles for Shabbat and not Hanukkah. You completely ignore the mitzvah of Hanukkah, you're not going to f- fulfill the mitzvah of Nerot Hanukkah, how important it is, it's Chavivah mitzvah, as the Rambam says, Nerot Hanukkah is mitzvah Chavivah, and still, the Ner Shabbat would come beforehand, Chazal called Ner Shabbat Ner Beito, why? Mishum Shlom Beito, that brings peace to the house, 
the people should see where they're going. They're not going to bump into the walls. And Rashi says over there, So just for the fact that people have some tsar for sitting in the dark, for that it's enough that Chazal told us, don't worry about the mitzvah of Hanukkah. If you can't have both, have the Ner Shabbat. So we learn from that as well how important it is that one, when he deals with the mitzvah of Hanukkah, Nerot Hanukkah, he should always make sure that it's safe 100% from any kind of danger. Fire or kids walking around it and, 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 and fire getting caught by the hair or by the clothing or tilting the candle where it could, it could fall down and cause harm. All these things have to be very, very much taken precaution. And Chazal tell us that Chamira Sakanta Meisura, which means when you have a Isur, Chachamim took a Isur, and sometimes they were lenient over the prohibition. Not every prohibition, Chazal said, you have to be very careful. Sometimes you have some scenarios that Chachamim said, don't worry about it, it will be permitted. But on the same token, that very prohibition, Chazal say, that if it also involved danger, so the, to, towards the, the Sakana, that Chachamim were not lenient in any way. You only can be lenient when it comes to the prohibition to the Isur. But when it comes to the, pro, to the Sakana, to the danger aspect, Chachamim said over here, you can't take it lightly in any way. You have to look at it very seriously and you have to treat it that way and you have to take precaution. And one might ask, why did Chachamim care if I'm taking precaution or not? Chachamim has an uh, obligation to teach me about things that have to do with spirituality, with, with Torah, with mitzvot, with prohibition, isurim, averot. What Chachamim have to tell me? What I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do when it's nogea? Danger. Danger is something that has to do with my body, with my physics, and not my spirituality, and therefore it's not their specialty. They shouldn't get involved with me. Why is that that Chachamim looked at danger and told me what's mutar and what's asu, what's obligated, what's permitted. What? Why is that? And the reason is because that's also a mitzvah min Torah. As the Torah says, Ki tivne bayit chadash v'asita ma'ke legagecha v'lo tasim damim bevetecha ki yipol anofel mimenu. Once a person buys a house and he has over there a roof that he uses or any other place that is high that he constantly uses, it's a place the people live in, and therefore they use them, not like a roof that nobody ever goes up, only when the roofer needs to fix the roof, but rather when you have people that are using that place, kids go up to play, and so on. The Torah tells us, You must put a fence to that roof. And also, there's a prohibition. Make sure there's no blood in your house. Because we're afraid that somebody might fall down from that roof, and he would get killed. So therefore, the Torah itself is concerned very much for the safety of people as well, not only the Ruchniut, not only Mitzvot and Averot, rather taking care of one's health and one's uh, uh, life is also something that the Torah is concerned about. And the Rambam brings down the halacha, which is also nifsak in the Shulchan Aruch. 
and he says the following: "As Hiranu, the Torah warned us, Mehaniach Hamokshim veAmichsholot beArzotenu veVetenu. The Torah warned us not to put places that could harm people. Mehamokshim veAmichsholot beArzotenu veVetenu. Make sure that in your house and in your land, in your country." You should not have anything that people might get harmed from. In order that nobody should get killed because of that. And this is what the Torah says, says the Rambam. The Rambam says that the Sifri brings down, A positive commandment. Do not put blood in your house. A negative for commandment, which means it's a prohibition if you do that. Chachamim came and gave us guideline where the Torah draws the Yisur and where not, and they answered that they pro- prohibited many things because of danger. If a person says, you know what? The Torah doesn't, can't tell me what to do as far as getting, being safe for myself. The Torah can tell me to make sure not to cause others, to put others in danger. But for myself, I want to do something that might be dangerous. What the Torah has to do with me? What does Chachamim have to tell me what to do? So therefore, a person that wants to drink in the dark, something that might bring him to, uh, to, to, swallow also some kind of bug that could harm him, and it's very dark, so Chachamim says, it's not allowed. So a person might say, but that has to do with me. That's only my business, nobody else's business. So the, comes the Rambam and says, if a person does that, and he says, don't get involved in my life, he gets lashes because he has the obligation to listen to what the Torah tells us, and the Torah tells us that one has to be safe himself and definitely make sure that others would be safe so when we come to the candles as well one needs to understand that whenever he lights the candles he must do it in the most safe possible way he's not allowed to take it in any lenient way and this is how Rabbeinu Bechaya writes as well and in the Chinuch it's brought down the following Lashon Sefer Chinuch which is all Rishonim a person must take precaution from anything dangerous that comes to the world. Why is that? The person might ask, by Kadosh who protects me. So therefore, Kadosh who should protect me. And that's all. As they say that if there's a war and there's rockets falling down, do I need to worry? I can walk outside. If the rocket is intended to fall on my head, it will fall on my head, even if I sit in the basement. And if it's not intended to walk on my head, I can walk down the street. Nothing will happen to me. Well, that is not true. You can't say that because it says in the Alachat that Akel Shibet Gufa Adam Lateva. The person is under the nature. And therefore, this sin Sakadosh Buhu created that way, one must take precaution. Kiken Chiva Chokhmato. This is how. The 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 chokhmah of Hakadosh Baruch created and the the world runs by that wisdom. Mitzat shubal chomer tivau lishmor min amikre ki ateva shu masur beyado yaseh pulato alav imlo ishamer mimen. You need to know 
if you're not taking precaution, so eventually things will get up to you. And you can't say that if it's intended to happen, it's going to happen because that's a wrong approach. That's not the Torah approach. Although we hear that sometimes in some drashot, in some tzaddikim that say such a thing. I don't know about tzaddikim, but right now we're talking about us. And the reality is that the way the Torah looks at things and the way the Rishonim taught us to look at things is that if it's something that is dangerous, you have to take precaution. The Moreh Nevochim, which is the Rambam, writes in Chelek Gimel, Perek Bet, fascinating. He says that most of the problems and most of the pain and most of the bad things that happen to a person doesn't happen because Hashem intended that this should happen. Rather, because he didn't do the right thing, he didn't take the right precaution, or he did things that brought it up to him. Many times a person does things and... And b- bad things happen because of that. So he says, oh, it's a Kadosh Buchu. No, no, you can't say that this is all from a Kadosh Buchu. This is not Gzerot Shamaim. A person brings it to himself with his negligence. The same thing you, you find in the Ramban. He brings like this in Sefer Gmul. And the Shlach Kadosh says like this as well, that Lifamim Adam Mevi'a Latzmo. Very, very important words that we all should take. And therefore, a person might sometimes complain to a Kadosh And a person does bad things. He goes to a Kadosh and he screams and he says that you did it to me. No, he didn't do it to you. A person that does dangerous things could bring to himself that, that, uh, that the danger brings. And therefore, you can't go complain to a Kadosh Buhu, and the same token, you can't also be a Baal Bitachon and a very righteous person to say that, you know what? If a Kadosh Buhu brought it to me, so no, Hashem knows what He's doing. No, it's not. Many times it's not a Kadosh Buhu bringing it to you, but rather you bring it to yourself. As the Moran Nebuchim says, Rov Tzarot Abaot Al Adam, it's not Gzerat Shamaim. Rather you bring it to yourself. So therefore, one needs to be very careful to make sure that whatever he does, he does correctly. He should not take those things that we're speaking about right now very lightly. And one might ask that question. He might ask, but why is it so? Chachamim tell us that a person <coughs> would not do anything in this world so anything that happens to you, any harm that you get, even a small wound that you get on your finger, it doesn't happen unless the machrizim alav milemala. En adam nokef atzmo milemata. Nokef means he gets hurt, he gets hit, he gets uh, bruised, unless they announced in Shamaim, which means at the time that he got hurt, in Shamaim they made an announcement, there was a Din shalmala, at that time that the Din shalmala was sitting there was a whole discussion between the Mekatrigim and the Sanegor, and they, they were discussing should a person get hurt or not, and eventually they came to a decree that HaKadosh Baruch had to sign to say that yes, he deserves right now Nukfim Otsba'o, which means he needs to get the bruise on his finger. Even that, he had a whole bad din in Shamaim. So therefore, that happens only with that procedure. So how could you say that I bring it to myself and I have to be careful it's all mina shamaim. So that question already we found in the chinuch be mitzvah taf kuf mem vav. The mitzvah of asita ma'ake legagecha. And I'm reading. This is what he says. Meshorshe mitzvah. Why is it that Agadosh Buchu commanded us to put a fence on 
the roof, לפי שאם היות הקדוש ברוך הוא משגיח בפרטי בני אדם ויודע כל מעשיהם וכל אשר יקרה להם טוב או רע בגזירתו ובמצוותו לפי זכותם וחיובם, although הקדוש ברוך הוא knows everything that will happen to a person and therefore you could be safe assured that nothing bad will happen to you if you don't deserve it and therefore חכמים says said אין אדם נוקף אצבעו מלמטה אלא אם כן מכריזים עליו מלמעלה so I don't have to take precaution I can do whatever I want because הקדוש ברוך הוא intended that already and anything that will happen is from מן השמיים says the חינוך no no אף על פי כן צריך האדם לשמור עצמו מן המקרים הנהוגים a person must take precaution from anything על פי nature that he could get hurt כי הקל ברא עולמו בנה או על יסודות עמודי הטבע וגזר שיהיה האש שורפת והמים מכבים הלהבה which means הקדוש ברוך הוא intended and created the world that anything happens naturally and therefore if a person would put his fingers in the fire it would get burnt and if a person would do something so the result of that is in the nature and a person cannot say oh maybe HaKadosh Baruch Hu did it that way for me no whatever you do that that brings danger or that could be dangerous is not under that that Chazal say and therefore he says if you throw a stone on somebody's head that the nature is that his head would get smashed and therefore you can say that you know what if the rocket falls over here it's not going to hurt me it can fall right near me and nothing's going to happen to me that's not true says the chinuch you don't say that or a person that jumps off the roof, he will die. And you can't say, you know what, I'll jump off the roof. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to live, I'll live. You can't say that, because even if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to live, but once you do things that are Peter Chateva, the result is known. So you can't say that, because the result would happen eventually. HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded us, to protect the body, that a per- why, why do we need such a command, if we don't have to worry about anything, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu protects us anyway, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will not command such a thing, but rather, the answer is, that that is true, once you did all precautions, and you did everything correctly, and you stay away from dangers, and you keep yourself safe, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes his role, and protect you, or if a person needs to get harmed, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu Gzera was in Shamaim to be so chas v'shalom, so then he would come. But that only after that, the Zemurei Nebuchim says that, if you didn't do any of that, so all the bad things that happened to a person, happened because of him, and not because HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it can be, Yvelet Adam Desalef Darko, Ve'al Hashem Tizafuli Boy, you can go to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, that he brought it all up to you, he brought it to you. No, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, didn't do it because you brought it to yourself and therefore it says in the chinuch that achar shakel shibet gufa adam lateva kiken chiva chokhmato mitzat shubal chomer tzivau lishmor mina mikre also since the body is gonna be gonna be under the nature so therefore Kadosh Baruch commanded us to take that shmira take that safety ki ateva shu masur beyado yase pulato alav im lo yishmor mimeno and if you don't do that says the Sefer HaChinuch, that the Teva will take his course, and not HaKadosh Baruch Hu.
Very, very interesting. So with that, we can come into the sugiya of what Chazal told us. An interesting sugiya that Shomer Mitzvah could be protected because Shluchem Mitzvah and Amnizukim, person that goes to do a mitzvah, would not get harmed. So the question is, this is also contradicting what we just said a moment ago, that if, if one does something that is dangerous, he could get harmed. So this Gemara we found in three places. We found it in Psachim, Yuma, and Kiddushin. And the Gemara says, basically, in the whole three places, the same idea. The Gemara says, for instance, in Psachim, that if a person has some kind of opening, some kind of hole between his house and his neighbor's house, and, and, and the other side is a goy, and somebody that might feel that if you play around with that hole that's between you and him, this to be like a crack between the walls that leads from one house to your attached to attached house neighbor. <coughs> so a person on the other side, when he sees you cleaning for Pesach that hole from Hametz, and you're using a candle, he might think that you're trying to do some kishufim, some magic things. And therefore, he would be afraid, and he would try to hurt you because of that. So, the, so Chazal tell us in Psachim Chet Amud Bet, Chor Sheben Yehudi L'Armai, Plimo Omer, and no Bodek M'Tnei Sakana. Although you might have comments over there, you don't need to check it. Why? It's dangerous. Rashi explains what's the dangerous. Shelo Yomar Nuchrim Kshafim Oseli. That the guy would not say, he's doing Kshafim. So therefore, since it might be dangerous, Chamim told us, leave it alone, don't check it. Says the Gemara, why? Whenever you're doing a mitzvah, you won't get hurt. It's not going to do anything to you because it's a mitzvah. You don't have to worry when you're dealing with a mitzvah. The Gemara answers, and this is a fascinating answer that, that's going to lead that idea all through, and that is whenever the danger is common, that's different. Which means there's two different kinds of dangers. There's a danger that's uncommon and a danger that's common. Whenever the danger is far, it's not something you have to worry about, so don't worry about it. But whenever there's something that the likelihood of the danger is there, so therefore one needs to take precaution. It says in the Gemara, the proof to that is so strong that we have the story of Shmuel that went to be Mosheach. He went to anoint David HaMelech. And wherever he went over there, Shaul was there. And therefore... HaKadosh Baruch told him a command. He told Shmuel, go and anoint David HaMelech. So Shmuel asks HaKadosh Baruch how can I do that? Shaul is there. Once he hears that, he's going to kill me. How could I go to do that when Shaul is going to hear what I'm doing? He's going to come to kill me. Shaul was the king at that time. And he hated David. And he would hear that somebody comes to put David as the, as the new king, he would kill him. That's what Shmuel tells HaKadosh Buchu. So HaKadosh Buchu answers him, and he tells him, you're right, you know what, you're right. So what you do, need to do is manipulate a little bit. Say to him, Vayomer Hashem, Eglad Bakar Tikach Be'adecha, take Eglad Bakar, take a korban, and say you're coming to do korbanot, and that's when you do it. Rashi says over there, Ech elech limchoch et David, v'afal pishe shlucho shel makom haya, Although he was Shluchosh HaMakom, which means HaKadosh Baruch commanded you. HaKadosh Baruch told you right now, go and do that mitzvah. I'm commanding you. So what Shmuel is complaining? What Shmuel is fearful? You have nothing to be fear, feared about. Because HaKadosh Baruch just now sends you to do something. Once HaKadosh Baruch sends you to do something, 
You don't have to worry at all. My Kadosh Baruch himself is together with you. And he says that you should go. What are you worried? But still Shmuel, we learn from that Gemara, was afraid. And a Kadosh Baruch said that he's correct for being afraid. And therefore he gave him a certain idea of how to do things, to take precautions. So you see from here the Chachamim tell us that the reason Shmuel was afraid is because it's the danger was real, the danger was there, the danger was coming. And therefore, since that was the case, one must take precaution given by Shmuel's story with HaKadosh Baruch Hu agreeing to his idea. And Gemara says that the students, they asked him, the students, the diary Bebaga, they live in the villages. They want to learn Torah, so they have to leave very early in the morning. It's dangerous. People would leave in the morning at the villages. They would be very, very dangerous to live in the dark where you have all kinds of thieves and robbers and who knows and bad animals. It's dangerous. They want to go to learn Torah. They want to reach the Shiva early. So therefore, could they leave early in the morning? Don't worry about it. They could go. Because for them, it's not dangerous. The danger over there, where Rav was talking, was not common. And therefore, you have the mitzvah that would protect them. Which means you have three levels here. You have a person that does something where there's no mitzvah involved at all. So he needs to take precaution, even if there's a far danger. A person that has second level, a person that wants to do something, that there's a slight chance that it would be dangerous. But it's a mitzvah that he's doing. So therefore, mitzvah magenalem, says Rashi. The mitzvah would protect them. And then you have a third level, and that is when the mitzvah, the, the danger is close. It's shchicha ezeika. So then, since the danger is common, even the mitzvah would not protect you. And therefore, you would say that one needs, even at the time that he's going to do a mitzvah, need to be safe. Which means if you have a mitzvah that you're doing and the danger is not close, it's not common, so you're going to be safe when you go there and when you come back. Just like we found in the Pasuk that it says, Nobody would come when Am Yisrael would go to the Regal, they would come to Yerushalayim. Nobody, nobody would come to rob their house. All your animals will be protected, your house will be protected, you don't have to, be, to worry because not only when they're gone, also when they're coming back, because it says, You come back to your house, everything would be beshalom, with peace. Says the Pnei Yehoshua over here, fascinating idea. Says the Pnei Yehoshua that the Gemara brings right afterwards, right after this, out of nowhere, unconnected, a story that, a question that the Gemara presents, and that is, Why Jerusalem doesn't have those perot ginusar, which were very, very sweet fruits, delicious fruits, that other places would have? But Jerusalem doesn't have any of that. So the Gemara answers, Nimtzat Aliyah 
שלא לשמה, which means we don't want people to go up to the regal, come to Yerushalayim, and say, you know why we're going to Yerushalayim? Delicious fruits over there, פירות גינוסר, we're going to eat the פירות גינוסר, נמצאת עלייה שלא לשמה, therefore they come to Yerushalayim, not לשם שמיים, not for the מצווה, so therefore, חכמים tell us, that there's no פירות גינוסר בירושלים. So Teyushua asks, it's not connected. What's the, what's the relation, this Gemara, to what we spoke about before, that one have to make sure that he's very safe? לכאורה לא שייך אחממרה לכאן כלל. And this is a question also the Marsha asks. So Teyushua tells us an answer that we can learn and apply to our סוגיה as well. And this is what he says. And you dati נראה, דשפירקאי אחממרה is connected, says Nebni Yushua. Why? Because it says in the Torah, You should wake up in the morning and right away walk back to your house. As we saw before, that the Gemara learns from that, that one should go to his house and everything would be in peace. He'll come back home, he sees that no harm was done to his house and to his property whatsoever. But says the Bnei Yushua, Hainu etai tovah, the Gemara comes to tell us also an extra point, Kamashman, Shababoker, miyad lachar shekiyem mitzvat aliyah laregel elech veyashuv leveto, veaz bevadai imatze, ualo beshalom. A person should wake up in the morning and right away, without any delay, should walk back home, which means he was in Yerushalayim, he did aliyah laregel, but as soon as the aliyah laregel is, the mitzvah is ended, right away in the morning, he should leave the place and go back to his house. And then he would find his house in peace. The Shluchem Mitzvah Enam Nizokim. Ma she'en ken, im itma'ameh achar regel beyerushalayim kedei lehenot mituva velechol miperotehem, shuv eno muftach shinatzel min anezek. Which means, this protection that the Torah gives us is only if a person goes right away. But if one wants to stay a little bit more in Yerushalayim, he wants to go visit places, go to the marketplace. So in our case over here, eat from the Perot Ginusar. You know what? There's, there's great chance we're already in Yerushalayim. Let's take advantage. Let's go to the malls over here. Let's go shopping. Let's go see uh, our friends that we didn't see for a while. And let's eat the fruits from Yerushalayim. Great fruits. So then the, the, the Torah and the Gemara tells us here, says the Pnei Yushua, that you don't have the protection anymore. That's it. It's only protected once you did that mitzvah that you have to. But if you go afterwards and stay a little bit more and delay, then the protection is not there anymore. So you see over here that from this we learn that if one wants to do the mitzvah, there's a little bit of protection at the time of the mitzvah, which means in that half an hour of the candles burning. But if one wants to leave it a little bit more, since over here it's delaying it, if he's not doing it for the mitzvah, rather for other reasons, one doesn't have that protection anymore, which means even the level that we would say that is a level of a far danger, even if it's called a far danger, that is only for that half an hour. But after that half an hour is over, and a person just leaves it for other reasons, not because of the mitzvah, so therefore even that little danger is considered anymore something that one might be protected, and he needs to make sure to take precaution with that as well. So we're learning over here fascinating ideas. First of all, we're learning that the mitzvah that one does is normally uh, pr- protecting him if it's a far danger. But that is only when it's a far danger. But when it's a common danger, it's shichah ezeka, you don't have that protection. And we know already, 
from stories that happens constantly that candles burning in the house, whether it's Hanukkah candles or Shabbat candles, it's something that is called Shechicha Ezeka, because we hear the stories over and over again, and people need to afford to take precaution. So if you put, you put candles in a house and you have kids playing ball, you don't know that maybe the ball would hit the candle. If you have kids running around the house, you don't know. So therefore, what do you do with the candles? Put them in a safe place, in a place that even if there's kids around, they would not be able to reach. And although there is laws of when to, where to put Shabbat candles, and that is where you eat, and where to put the Hanukkah candle, and that is by the window by Minhag in America, or outside as the Minhag in Eretz Israel, or Al Shulchano, whatever it is, there's a, a shiur between three Tfachim and ten Tfachim, says the Alacha, on the floor, but higher than ten, three Tfachim, lower than ten Tfachim. But that is only true when you don't have any kind of danger. You can put it there and you have no kids running around and you are constantly together with the Hanukkah candles to make sure that nothing happens. But if it comes to that question, that maybe there's kids around or you have to leave the house, after half an hour is over, the halacha permits you, and according to what we're saying right now, it's also an obligation to blow the candles, to extinguish them, because you can't leave the house with the candles unattended, and you can't be around the house if there's kids around playing, unless you're there making sure that nothing happens. Once a kid comes close to the candles, you push him away. Candles is otam bilvad. And therefore, one doesn't need to come close to it in any way. And we're learning over here, says the, says the Gemara, in those three places we mentioned, that is Shechia Chezeka, it's Gemara also in Yumayu Dalef, that over there it's talking about Maaseh Be'artevin Echad, it's a person that was called Artevin, says Rashi, he used to check mezuzot, Beshuka Elyon Shel Tzipora, he used to be involved with mezuzot checking, mitzvah, Matzeo Kasdor Echad, the policeman got him, and he said that he did something wrong. He took from him elf zuz. How could that be? It was a common ezek. Because whenever that kasdor saw anybody, he would give him a ticket. So therefore, when we see that tickets are common to be given, don't think that if you got a ticket, it's from a Kadosh Baruch No, you weren't so careful. You got a ticket. That's what happens in that Gemara. When the common danger is different, and therefore that person needs to be sure that to take uh, safety. Also, Kiddushin Lametet Amud Bet, over there, of Yudah Omer, it says in the Torah, Leman Yarichun Yamecha, Leman Yitavlach, your days will be long and you'll have good. Let's say a story that a father told his son, Go up to the house and get me some chicks to eat. I want to eat some chickens, small chickens. He went up on a ladder and he fell down and he died. The Torah says that if you fulfill the mitzvah of kibbutz davim, so therefore, especially if you do shiluach haken, you have two mitzvot that the Torah says yarichu yamecha leman itavlach. So therefore, how could he die when the Torah says you'll have a long life and a good life? Ella, the Gemara answers that leman itav yamecha leom shekulo tov leman yarichun yamecha leolam shekulo aroch which means we're talking about Olam Abba. But that is good, but what happens to Shluchem Mitzvah and Amdizokim, says Rabbi Elazar, that a person should be protected when he does a mitzvah. Gemara answers, Sulam Ra'u Ahave Vekvi'a Ezeka. Whenever it's a 
It's a ladder that's not 100% safe. It's kviya ezeka. It's a common danger. One needs to be very careful. This is how the Sharet Shuvah brings down. This person should not be afraid of anybody when he judges at the time that he have two people in the, in the din. When you do something, no danger would come to you when you do a mitzvah. But, that is when you're doing that mitzvah. But that is only when the thing is not dangerous in any way. But once it becomes dangerous, even the Allah says, you see something that you see a baldin that's a kasher, it's a baldin that could hurt you in any way, you don't have to accept that halakha that uh, you're getting into, uh, involved into this uh, dispute between two, these two people, because you can harm yourself, you're allowed to protect yourself and not get involved. So for all this and much more, we learn the halakha that when we're dealing with Hanukkah candles, one needs to take precaution. To summarize, since Hanukkah ga- candles today and Shabbat candles and any kind of danger together wrapped in that are considered shchicha ezeka, kviya ezeka, common danger, as we see that anything that is viewed by people as dangerous, that's the definition of common danger, which means people view that as a dangerous thing, you have to take precaution, and today everybody understands that such things could be dangerous, so therefore you don't say the mitzvah protect you. One must make sure when he does the mitzvah to have all the necessary safety rules. And then, even after that half hour that the mitzvah is not there anymore, which goes after half hour, the mitzvah is over, even less protection happens, as we saw before, from the Pnei Yushua. Even that little bit protection you might have when it's not so dangerous, when the danger is not coming, that you're not going to have anymore after that half hour. And therefore, the Alachas says, that you can blow the candles, and that's what the person needs to do, unless he wants to keep it for a long time, and sit by it, and that is fine. But if you're planning to leave the room, you're planning to leave the house, or you have kids running around, and the danger might be without even you paying attention, make sure you burn the candles, and you don't get involved with that.